in advance for doing this. I beg your pardon. I had to do it to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. And words cannot express how I feel inside. I wrote this rhyme the same day that Dylan died. My man, so please excuse my man. It's part of me for rambling on. Sometimes I go off on a tangent. Tell me how many times am I going to be forced to explain this? I'm a nerd. I'm a freak. Yeah, I'm a geek, but I'm dangerous. Look, this is my life. This ain't just entertainment. I don't do business with strangers. Pull up a chair. We might as well get acquainted now. I'm on some glory again now. Who's your nigga saying? I'm a pain in the anus now. He made it this far, so ain't no stopping him now. Yeah, he had it for the top, so ain't no talking him down. Now, radio. Man, those suckers never play this. Some dudes on the playlist, man, they copy my cadence. But they ain't saying nothing. They ain't making a statement. They might as well throw in a time. Now, they say if you ain't got a pencil record, you can't sell a record. If you run around, so bow them back. Go ahead, show your teeth, nigga, show them your neck. The Lord knows what to do to get on the guest. Maybe fooling some, but you ain't fooling me. Yeah, you cool with them, but you ain't cool with me. Close range, yeah, you ain't shooting me. Keep telling myself, uh-uh, not me. Unless the truth be told. Hurry up, the weight dropped, it was damn near three years old Shit, and I ain't give you an album, I gave you my soul Gave the haters inspiration, they was hoping I sold And that was critically acclaimed, so some part of the classic So you bought two copies, one to keep in the plastic And the hood ain't support us, but it's saying they love us We order craft food legs with no inside covers Uh-huh, yeah, so can I grab this mic for a minute? Can I get something off my chest without you getting offended? Can I point out the difference? Can I voice my opinion? Pay me no attention, don't mind me, I'm just I'm a rhyme artist, little nigga, I paint pictures Close your eyes when you listen, and you can envision it too Words therapeutic, my beats with deep tissue She was going through things that I touched on each issue Eyes closed for the souls lost in the system We gotta make it last, this is classic material It's five years later, and they don't remember you Fans looking back like what the fuck was I listening to Most dudes ain't got a clue now, you looking at your A&R like, why the fuck did I listen to you? Career's cold, ain't you only 30 years old? Won't nobody open the door. They say if you ain't got a prison record, you can't sell a record. The youth run around so wild and reckless. Go ahead, show your teeth, niggas, show them your necklace. And Lord knows what to do to get on the guest list. So I'd like to welcome y'all to this album. La, 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 la. I predict the riot.
invisibly, I tell you it's killing me. Four grown men in the one room efficiency. Beat knocking, I rhyme to escape misery. Try and make up for lost time. Lost sleep, lost faith, and lost the mind. Lost faith in the crime, push it close to the borderline. Lost the way out now, she done borderline. Mama keep on trying to move forward, but they pushing her backwards. Mama gotta move, cause mama can't pay taxes. Can't push her off for access. Mama got a backwards and two bastards. They say she can't get the job till she get a master's. In the meantime, we put in pine box in prison. Y'all preoccupied as pop still living. Or not. But while I'm still living, I'm gonna make the best of this mess that we're giving. I've been struggling for so long. But something keeps telling me, keep on looking up. I've been
is keep driving now, and Kazaya is doing the. Um, she you have her spitting, and Hezekiah is on the vocal um, <laughs> hook. <laughs> so um, this is keep driving, and it originally was on. Cure for the Common Soul, which was one of his first mixtape releases, and that is one of the best mixtapes ever, mixed by Mr. Sonny James, and you can just search that out, Cure for the Common Soul, and it's also found on iTunes, and then we went to, um, and it's also found on Kazaya's new EP, which you can find at Three Crates, and it's Kazaya, and it's, the EP is just called Kazaya. And that's K-E-Z-I-A-H. And it's Keep Driving. I'm part of the mess. It's tired of telling. With these airwaves and barely fine for filling. When I drive with my niece in the passenger seat, she nods to me and says, I just like the beat. In the back corner, it's my daughter like a sponge taking in water. Rinse in the film for the day. Now she shouts, say, baby, baby. I'm like, don't do it. CD players broke, so we all dying for good music. What percentage of music? Could directly influence your next movement after listening to it. I the master mathematics and my answer's not accurate. Knowing there's a rack of people trying to compute it. I'll listen to the wind blow. Before I let that bullshit bang out my window. Uh, I'll listen to the wind blow. Before I let that bullshit bang out my window. pieces, his collabs, his production pieces, 
You can find most of his music at threecrease.bandcamp.com. Whatever you can't find there, you can find it on iTunes. Hezekiah has an iTunes page, and you should be able to find everything from the debut album, Hurry Up and Wait, sophomore album, I Predict Riot, then the um, mixtape Cure for the Common Soul mixed by Mr. Sonny James. And next, he had the Ishe and Hezekiah Project. Now, the latest album released was his Johnny Popcorn, which is his alter ego. We're going to roll out on the Johnny Popcorn with power. So what we're going to do right now, we're getting ready to roll out. But we just wanted you to have this nice little remix. And, um, you know, we get a hold of Hezekiah and... He'll shout out, he'll say something to you somehow and get a hold to you because he's me every, every, every interview. But I don't know, he forgot this interview. I'm not sure, but he could be out of town too because he's traveling a lot. It is a Friday. And that's why I try to make this in early, but sometimes people are already on the road. So, but what we're going to do, we're going to um, go to Farrah um, Burns and I Want to Rock. We're just going to rock with that. Because we're going to go from I Want to Rock to Hold It Now, which is, okay, I forgot about that piece. <laughs> Hezekiah has a, a crazy catalog. But um, I Want to Rock, um, after that we're going to go to Hold It Now, which is Hezekiah, Petey Crack, Two-Face, Chris, um, um, Mr. Sonny James, and this is on the Conscious Porn album. And conscious porn, I'm not sure which came first, Isha and Hezekiah, conscious porn, but they came right together. And um, so this is Hold It Now, and the video is really hot. He is also, he also directs videos, makes videos. He has a whole series of videos on him in the studio. Just look go for that. You go to YouTube.com, and you search for Hezekiah234, and you will see his a mass of various videos, and you can start to get a feel for the person, his process in the studio, and um, you can see his real contribution to hip hop. Now, um, like I said, we're going to do "I Want to Rock," Farrah Burns. We're going to hold it now with Hezekiah and Petey Crack, and then we're going to go to power which is from Johnny Popcorn and we're going to phase it out back again off of Wild and Reckless I didn't get a chance to bring in so many more because we had to you know re-update the catalog here so it was a whole lot of pieces that I had but um, we're still going to do that so again I want to rock Fairburn hold it now Hezekiah Petey Crack then we're going to power Johnny Popcorn, the crop. And then we're going to roll out on what we started on, Wild and Reckless. Here we go. Right about man. Little Wayne snatched up, Nicki Minaj, they the game's wide open. I'm trying to strong, they on some lightweight. Uh-oh, you 
check a little, that's the ADD. Stop blaming me and hop on ease. It's fresh. I'm trying to tell you. Sell it out to chunk. That's paraphernalia. I get calls like germs. Don't miss your call. And it's a rap. As far as hip hop, you own it. My mind's been going with zoning since zoning to the dock. Say, dick, you ride, get up on it. Few things gone for me. Easy on the eyes. City still real. Ass still mine. Keep that jibber jabber down.
like Bilal, you know, Eric Roberson, I produce for Eric Roberson, right, right with him, and, um, uh, man, oh man, a lot of things, I do a lot of things, I'm also the creator of Beat Society, I'm the creator of Beat Society, that's my brainchild, um, I created Beat Society in 2001, um, it, it, it was the, it was the first producer showcase. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time anybody ever seen like a producer showcase, and a lot of people like you know bit off of it, you know, which is cool, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. It's put the producer showcase on the map, but I you know that was my creation, and you know my like you say my contribution to hip hop was like my biggest contribution to hip hop was like I guess beat society because it's it's something that was never done before, so I actually really really contributed to hip hop, and you know beat society. Um, um, the dude from Source Magazine used to come to Beat Society. And then uh, a year after Beat Society was created, um, Source Magazine made a magazine called Scratch Magazine because of Beat Society. So, yeah, I, I actually really contributed to hip hop for real, for real. And, okay. then I went, and then I went on and uh, made a few albums. You know, I got everybody on my albums from PD Crack to Freeway to Jaguar Wright to Blue, to, you know, um, Cody Chestnut, um, man, just a gang, Raheem Devon, and, you know, Bilal, and a gang of, you know, my friends in the industry, Talib Kweli, Rahamadia, on all my albums, so just pick up any Hezekiah album, I guarantee good listening, that's what I go for, I don't go where, I don't drop, like, mad albums every week. You know, of my own, and I just try to like fill the marketplace with like good quality music. I take my time coming out. Usually, I drop a heavy tie album every two years because I want it to be quality. I'm not trying to rip the people off, but just stay tuned to what I do, and you know, you'll be blessed with good music. What I try to get to y'all. Well, you do have a a a, a good sized catalog. Thank you. Yeah, and, and because I don't, I don't stop working. Okay, I know. <laughs> like you the ever ready like the ever ready bunny. <laughs> hey man, I'm in the studio every day. And I believe in not holding holding your music. I don't, I don't believe in holding music. So mm-hmm. lately I've just been like just releasing things in the vault that I had sitting around. Actually yeah. I got like three albums that I haven't released, so I, I think I'm start chopping them up in the EP, like six song EPs and just start releasing them like every I just got so much music, and I just want to put it out. Okay. Do you feel, because um, because you are a producer, that's why you do a lot of, you know, collabs and all with different people? Yeah, because I end up, always end up, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Because I always end up um, in the studio with these people, and sometimes the song, like, like the song with Eric Roberson, that's on Eric Roberson's album, what's supposed to be on the Conscious Point album. You know, and mm-hmm. it, it didn't fit my soundscape. When we got done with it, I was like, oh, but it don't fit my soundscape. Eric was like, I take it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it, it's usually a trade-off. It's usually like, cause I, I produced another song on Eric Robertson's last album called Strangers. So mm-hmm. I produced the track on his album called Strangers, and I was like, hey, let's do a song together for myself. You know, and... Both of the songs ended up on his album. <laughs> 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 you 
which is cool with me. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm easily going like that, you know, especially when it comes to my friends. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, I guess it is because um, I do a lot of collabs with people as a producer. I have I can get features easily, name features easily. Well, what do you? Lot of guys. Okay. So, well, what do you think makes you sought after as a producer? You know, why would Eric Robinson? Why would Bilal? Even though I know some, you know, some people are local, but mm-hmm. you know, everybody's not just local. But you know, why do people seek you out? Why do you feel it? Um, I think I think like the a collective. Um, how can I say this? The eclected hood cat seek me out because I'm like an, an, an eclected hood dude. You know what I mean? I come from the soul scene. I come from traditional hip hop. I come from real traditional hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I come from that boom back. But I come from the soul scene. When I when I moved to Philly, I started you know dabbling in the soul scene a little bit more. Um, I know musicality. But I also got that boom back, and I'm also um, from a childhood. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a punk rock head, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got, so I got that that growl, that that um, that edge that a lot of soul cats or hip hop cats don't have when it comes to like songwriting. Uh, when it comes to like, you know, the beats that I make, I make aggressive. I, I, my niche is aggressive soul music. Okay, aggressive you know, soul I don't, music. I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I, I, I figured out what it is that I do, like how to define my sound. So it's, it's aggressive, aggressive, progressive soul music. It's not your regular um, neo soul sound. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, got a little, I got a little, I got a little bite with my stuff. So that that's me, and that's why they come to me. That's why Blue, you know, from L.A. Blue. That's why Blue comes to me. You know, I'm a I'm I'm not a one-dimensional cat, you know. Mm-hmm. I can put, you know, I just I just did a track for Wallet, and and you know that's it's, it's it's different than stuff that I do for other people. Well, um, I I definitely like the um, personally I like the the the, the um the, I guess the funk soul, you know, I guess what you call it, edge aggressive, but. Um, that's the part of the music that I, I like, and, and you do have a musicality. Yeah. And I think one of my favorite ones, which... What's your favorite one? Actually, it's something new, which really wasn't fully produced, but I love the hook. Um, what, what is that? Uh, what's it called? Um, not haters, but um, um, it's about people... Um, Movers and shakers, the movers and shakers. I am a Parliament Funkadelic head. You know, my first concert was Boosie Collins. Uh, I think I was 11 years old at a Boosie Collins concert. So if you can, yeah, man, that's uh, my boy Poindexter on the hook. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was a fun day. I, I, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's like one of my favorite unsung songs. I did. We didn't put it out. We didn't put it out as a single or nothing. But that's like we made it. It was like everything came natural. I, I wrote the hook. I wrote the hook. Sang the hook. I didn't like how I sang it. I called Poindexter because he had that funk in his voice. Poindexter came through, killed that joint. Yeah. Killed that joint. They killed it. 
You got to fully develop that. That that yeah. one, I I really like that. I actually, had one of the notes. That's on the con- that's on the conscious point. I'm it's finished. Yeah. Again, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's I think you probably got the demo version or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I probably first saw it with the videos, which is a great mm-hmm. job. Oh yeah, yeah, the you video on, the, on the making, the making of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's on, that's on the conscious point. Now, when are you going to take your million and one videos and splice them together into somewhat of a documentary? I don't know. That's a good idea. Um, I need to. <laughs> I need to. I need to. I need to. I need to. Um, I don't know. You got. You get some editing time, huh? <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay, so you got time to edit? Um, <laughs> it has to be a story. It has to be a story behind it. I got to develop my story, and, and I don't want it to be a downer neither. You know, because I've been through a lot of downs in the industry. You know. Um, yeah, well, it's not just a down. I mean, you got some, you got a lot of uplifting moments. I mean, if you take no, your yeah, I got, I got, I, I'm taking, I'm, I'm counting my blessings. I am counting my blessings. I'm good. Yeah, but, but I'm it, saying it, even it, with that, your video, like with the whole your whole series, I'm just I mean, if you just took, you know, raw footage and spliced it together, you know, like you said, add your story in, but this you know, with the um the cure for the common soul. Right. You got, you know, from skateboarding in the park. You got just you know, you have yeah. you know, you you the really if you that, look I, at I, it as a wide range. Yeah. Yeah, video footage of you and your niece. Yeah. You have a, you know, you got a wide dimension. You you should do that. And then reading up on you, because you know I can't interview somebody without studying them. Mm -hmm. I heard that you know Jaguar Wright made this comment about you. Uh oh. You write, um, you write from your head and your nuts. But she wants you to come from your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I have been. That, was, that must have been before. Before. Uh, before. Uh, yeah, because I, I definitely did that. I would. I would. Uh, what I would. What would I do? I would. Sh- I would cover my heart. I would protect my heart. Mhm. All the time. But I started. I started writing from my heart like three years ago. Okay. Yeah. I started. I started. I mean, shit. The song I did with Eric Robertson, Mel Ego. That's all heart. The song I, you know, I wrote "Take It Over" for Bilal. You know, that's mm-hmm. all heart. That was from my experience and my relationship. You know, so yeah, I started writing. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> but yeah, she knows that. She knows because she knows me well. Like you know, I write my nuts in my head like um, a lot. But mm-hmm. yeah, recently, recently, ooh, I've been writing all heart because you know, it's like I'm just. Letting me out now, like just all out, okay. all, all out heart. Nothing, nothing shadowed. Nothing, nothing hidden. You know. Okay. Well, I mean, you definitely have a real story to tell. It, it, it's a story that needs to be told. Um, you know, sometimes we don't all get the appreciation and, you know, mm-hmm. I think sometimes locally we get caught up on, you know, sometimes locally people can kind of get caught up in different things. But I just, you know, you know, I wanted to share the story. You know, we got a diverse audience. You're really getting out there. But um, honestly, the last time I did this, and which would be nothing like you, but the importance of, Telling stories and sharing it while people are still around. 
Yeah. Is um the first time we did this mm-hmm. three years later, which was in April of this year, mm-hmm. the man passed that we did it on. Right. You know, we didn't even know he was sick or anything, but what I'm saying, yeah. you know, we yeah, actually had right recorded there, yeah. where we honored him and recognized right. his contributions, got people all around. So, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, um, sometimes I think we take for granted what we already have at our disposal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disposal. Yeah, I don't want to hear no. As in after, 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 yeah, I, I feel you. At the Philly yeah, don't support it. So I don't get no support in Philly, and I'm, and I'm here. And I think it's because, like, I'm here, and I'm out and about, and people just see me all that shit has. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whatever. But, yeah, man, if, if I pass, Hey, I think Philly is like kind of spoiled with so much entertainment. So <laughs> I mean, so much good talent. Yeah, I don't think they realize the, their true gift and all. But that's kind of yeah. common. Everybody would, wasn't really recognized until after they really left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that happened a lot. Yeah. But um, I, I do think practice is so but many. In this damn hmm? time. Like, I mean, I'm cool with Philly. I'm cool with being a local guy that just is, a, is around, you know, that just has in Philly. Um, now I don't mind. It, before it bothered me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That I can go to L.A. and mug at, at the record stores and like, oh, shit, that has a guy. Oh, that, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? I can go. The overseas, got, you know, uh, from overseas. that Warsaw, when you went over to Warsaw, you know, you got, like, uh, Hezekiah Crazy's over there. It's actually a photographer that did some phenomenal photos of you. Yeah. We actually, you know, looked it up and all. But you, you'd be surprised how you followed. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's so funny that uh, I mean it's just like um, let's say um, yeah, it's just it's just the day and time. Like I'm cool with it, you know, because Philly used to make me feel like I was like, damn, I'm all whack, and then I have to leave. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good. I forgot, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> And then, but now, but now because of the internet, you know, I can make mm-hmm. my money. Because I was, I was, you know, the, the, my, and I, I don't hardly make no money in Philly. Mm-hmm. None. I make everything via internet. You know, selling beats, cats, Cali, cats, and um, everywhere. Germany, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so the internet saved my life. Because if it yeah. was up to Philly, man, I'd have been, I'd have been hurting. So Philly, man. Damn. <laughs> but I think Philly's coming into a renaissance right now. Philly's coming really? into a, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah no you know, I mean, know. I don't, you know, just from my time when in the entertainment, like when I first started working mm-hmm. with the spoken word, and, you know, I was always on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the attitude, the hustle, like phenomenal talent. But, again, mm-hmm. the same quality of talent somewhat, those were hustlers. We're Philly, right. you know, I guess they took it for granted. You know, they go to their 9 to 5, they, you know, they blow it out, but they don't do their grind, you know, like people now, that was hungry, that eat, you know, yeah. that live by their thing, you know, even even with spoken word. I mean, those people grind. They, they put together, created a business, and, you know, some of those people, I mean, Philly still got talented today that could surpass a lot of those people, but it's the grind. Yeah. But I'm starting to see more now 
It leaves some <laughs> see people take advantage of some advice I gave back in two thousand five, two thousand six. But the I and I don't know if it's the internet or I don't know, but it's just a kind of a wave that pe- they're becoming more aggressive. They're actually look, more look, being promoted. I don't know what happened, but in my generation, I'm about to turn 40. I don't even have my age. You know what I'm saying? I shout mm-hmm. my age because I'm proud of my age. You know what I'm saying? My generation, the root, everybody else that came from Philly, we hustled. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know what happened to the generation after my generation, but Rich Medina. Everybody, but Philly has always been a place where they, 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 like you said, they spoiled. Like the Roots had to go to London, and you know, mm-hmm. and you know, they had to go to London and come back to Philly to blow up as the Roots. They started the Black Lily not in Philly. They started the Black Lily in New York because Philly is always a place that's spoiled. And they, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rich, Rich Medina left Philly, went to New York, blew up as a DJ. He mm-hmm. was always there. He was always yeah. there. Diplo. Lil Scott was another one. Diplo, MIA, mm-hmm. Santi Gold, all from Philly. Lived here for years. Went to New York. Now she, now she's saying, Brooklyn, we go hard. She's a West Philly girl. She's born and raised in West Philly. Mm-hmm. You had to go to New York because y'all don't, y'all didn't care about it. You know what I'm saying? Who else? Um, Jill um, Scott. Jill Scott DJ, is one. DJ Drama. DJ Drama. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Had that hustle. Yeah. Had to go to Atlanta. Took over Atlanta. Same dude in Philly. And get no love with Philly. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So Philly starts showing support. You know, I'm here. I'm here. Like you know, what I'm, yeah. I'm here. And well, I, I think it's a new wave. I think what happened was maybe the in between generation, but the younger generation. Because you know, one thing that just showed the proof of it. Now, this is something I would have never saw. Uh, and I know some people are still probably on the outs with it. But the young okay. guy is the Ike. He okay. did the. You know, Black Music Month Appreciation Week, and he mm-hmm. actually got seven days, so seven events. He pulled together. He didn't put any. He only put one event together. He only has one event, okay. but he got. He's promoting a whole week worth of events, mm-hmm. and you know, and people actually came together under that. So you know, they when got. It? it starts next week, the, okay. the last of the month. Is I support Black Music. Month week, so it's the first time he's done it. But like every day, you know, there's a featured event, and there are events, you know, happening all over. But um, you know, he, he only he's only doing one event, which is the comeback. But right. so that means it's seven different people actually came together, that's and right. that's good for you know, especially really I mean for the generation of people that it is you know I know a lot of these people have never quite done such collabs, <laughs> and you know, um, and it, you know they're all different things, but they all come together to promote it. So I think um, right. with things like that, you know, when somebody's willing to step out and do it and prove it, you know, the value of it that it works, maybe you know, hopefully more people will be willing to come aboard. Right. And, you know, there, you know, it's politics in Philly too. <laughs> right. But um, it's still we had some good talent, and I just again I think because of the internet, people are w- realizing too. Mm-hmm. Also with the old music structure, people thought they had control. You know, oh, I know yeah, people yeah, yeah. literally be threatened when they try to come to Philly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, now with the internet, they can't do that. You know, people can oh. still go, still expose, and so. I think people are finding it's just 
in this day and time, I don't care what kind of business you're doing, it is always better to collaborate Yep. To um, you know, trying to be a, a one one man pony or one person pony is just hard to make it. Yep. You see, the biggest of stars come together and collaborate. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I, you know, I think is you know, I, I I think there's a change, and, and you know, some of these people weren't the inside people though. Mm. You know, that are making these changes. These weren't the necessarily the quote unquote insiders. Right. They just, you know, they came together and they made some things happen. So, um, matter of fact, you were supposed to be on the show last week with Izzy Ike for Black Music Month. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. Don't even talk to me about that. That show, that was, yeah, that was so unorganized, dude. That wasn't me. And for anybody, anybody that came out to see me, that was not me. I showed up. I was there. No, on the radio, on here. You supposed to oh, be oh, I thought you meant it, it was like a show. It was a show, man. I was supposed to do, and this promoter was. I thought you were talking about this show, man. This joint was so unorganized. That joint was so crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he was telling me, you know, my my stage time was a certain time, and he was like, "Oh, you got three acts before you." I was like, "All right, that's cool." How long were they set? Anyway, it was it was a mess. I was like. It was a mess. Like he wanted me to wait like two hours, and I was like, and I had Wordsworth with me, you know, Wordsworth from from New York. Mm-hmm. So Wordsworth was in town, you know. I shot his video, and you know, so he was already in town. So he was going to perform, you know. I was going to give him half my set. So I didn't have sit- I didn't want to have Wordsworth sitting around for like two hours. So we just I just took him back to the hotel, you know. And he was out, you know, that was it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Those, you know, those things happen in the business. Yeah, man, I was like, okay, we out. Yeah, crazy, I had crazy, crazy things like that. Yeah, I, uh, I ain't, I ain't going to go over nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> and he was non-apologetic. And I saw him the next night, and he didn't mention it, didn't apologize. <laughs> oh, of course, like, if we act like it didn't really happen. Or, yeah, you know, like, I'm like, <laughs> what? It's just, it's hey, the thing is, I have I'm had it happen. The organizations I've been members of, you know, they said they're going to do something. Like, okay. You know, I'm a member, and I'm supporting, you know, helping out financially, promoting it. Then they, like, took me from third to about seventh on the list, put up a spoken word act behind three hip-hop acts. Like, oh, my God. You don't do that. You don't do that. Anyway. But, anyway, anyway, you know, there's a lot of good shows. So, you know. We, you know, one day you got to put together one of the ultimate shows. I mean, you've opened up for everyone. Who, who, who have you opened up for? Um, I yeah, I toured with um, like the other year was for a con- before the conscious point out, during the conscious point out. Um, I was on tour with most deaf like yeah, that was 2010. Yeah, tour with most deaf. Um, they left so everybody in my in my genre, which is like quote unquote soul hip hop, you know. Mhm. Tommy, Kwale, Palau, all my friends. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, yeah, I toured a lot of people. I toured, yeah, I toured with Common in Germany. That was awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's great. So, um, what about you and Mr. Sonny James? Mr. Sonny James, which is my studio <laughs> neighbor now. He just bought it. He just got a studio next to my studio. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's my DJ. A.K.A. DJ Static from the Ill Vibe Collective. Oh, that's my man. That's my little brother right there. <laughs> so that's like a grumpy old man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I 
love that dude. Yeah. Uh, that's a real good dude. Um, beyond beyond music, that's like my brother. You know, like mm-hmm. for real, for real. I mean, we helped each other's moms move. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my mom, his, his mom moved. I'm there carrying furniture. You know, we that type mm-hmm. of friends. So that's real friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my dude. Incredible DJ. Incredible um, person. Incredible. Uh, uh, um, what do you call it? MD, a musical director. You know, he puts okay. my he put my show together for me. Like, you know, I had ideas of how I wanted it to go, but he just made it. He treats the turntable like a real instrument. Mm-hmm. The way he, he transitions, the way he, you know, just uh, effects he does. Just it adds so much to my show, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's my that's, that's my DJ. So <laughs> DJ. Well, yeah, you need, um, there's nothing like a quality DJ. I can tell yeah. you that. Yeah, and there's definitely an art to it. Turn table is and everything. Cut it, scratch, everything. Like, really yeah. yeah. And I, I think the best DJs definitely have a sense of musicality. Oh, yeah. He played the, he played the drums, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't know that he can actually uh, sing harmonies. And well, I, I, yeah, I feel, well, you know, to me, you know, you know, good DJing, good mixing is, mm-hmm. you know, it's all based on the beat. So if you right. can't hear the beat, know the beat, if you can't, mm-hmm. you know, follow that, then um, you can play a lot of different songs, but you, right. you just don't, you don't have the flow because right. you're thinking about, you know, those are people that, like these are popular songs, but it's not really about the song. It's about. Um, you know, it's really about the beat, and you know, I really learned mm-hmm. that when um, um, from the roots. What's his name? The drummer Amer- from the, huh? A quest, yeah. quest, yeah, quest from the roots. One time, uh-huh. at a party that he DJed, and when he put up Broadway tunes, right? <laughs> but everything was still flowing. Right. You know, they let you know it's not, you know, it's not really about, you know, the song or the what, you know, it's about the beat. Right. So, um, yeah. So I just wanted to, you know, share you with everybody. And hey, everybody. That you gotta let us, everybody know too. And I don't know, some people peeped it and all, but you know, some people want to know. Yeah, be- do you still got the bedroom studio? or Did you move out of there? Nah, I got a studio, studio now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, you know, and, uh, for years, for years it was called my damn room. Yeah. Okay. So, so I called my studio my damn room. So no matter where I moved, it was my damn room. Now okay. I got a studio called Little Africa. Okay. Okay. So that's Little Africa. It's a good mm-hmm. good thing you made that reference because you got your videos and there's a mention mm-hmm. of Little Africa. So Little mm-hmm. Africa is now in the studio. All right. Right. Yeah. So now. Um, Let's take a moment and give us some contact information. Alrighty. Alrighty. Uh, we know we just put it up a few times where to get the music from three crates dot and that you're on there it iTunes. There it is. Now what if somebody's interested in beats? How do they get in touch with you? Holla at me, just holla at me. I'm I'm look, I got indie prices, I'm good, I'm good to go on prices, like I ain't gonna break it back. Um, so how I, I, make, I make so many beats. I make so many beats. I just, I'm trying to just get, empty my catalog. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So how do they holler at you? Holler at me through uh, Twitter. Okay. You can talk to me through tw- Twitter. Um, uh, 
Hezekiah three R D, like Hezekiah third. Mm-hmm. The number mm-hmm. with the number three R D. Um so Hezekiah third, uh that's my Twitter. Um mm-hmm. uh Facebook is Hezekiah Davis the third. Um Yeah man. Um right. what else? Um and email. Shoot, I don't care, I'll give my email out. Um the number three crates at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm easily, I'm easily accessible. I give you everything but my phone number. <laughs> now, uh, just to let everyone know, you know, in the chat room, notes, everything is put in the chat room, and then the notes sit in the Master Creo Radio group. You can always okay, okay. pull up the chat room notes, and that way you can get any links, anything you couldn't quite find. And then also the show is available on iTunes. So just You know what I forgot? Hmm? I'm sorry, I know you're closing out, but my project, no, my, newest, my newest album, Johnny Popcorn. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to go over all of that. We're okay. going to go over all that. I want you to do a little breakdown. Um, okay. Even though I talked about everything, because we have been on the half hour before you came. Oh, my fault. I'm late. And I this is the second late. show. <laughs> <laughs> Gave a whole background and history of you. Okay, never mind, never mind. You covered it. You covered it. No, no, we're going to go through your whole catalog, because it's coming off the top of my head, back and forth. Okay. Um one of my computers is messing up, so I ran and grabbed my the, the Mac in the back room. And oh, you, you did all that while we were on the phone? No, no, no. Right be, no, uh, before the show started, um, my IBM was seeing like it was getting ready to jam on me, so I ran and booted up there, okay. hit it up through the Skype, then came over here. I prefer to actually do my radio show through a landline. I don't really like using yeah, the cell phone yeah. or Drop the Skype. Right. But at least I had it up and running. So, um, okay, let me put this. You Hezekiah Davis the third on Facebook. Facebook, okay. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yeah, so, um, so we, 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 go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, I'm actually, um, I'm actually um, on my way to the studio with Bilal right now. We're writing his new album. We okay. Almost, we almost finished this, like the last couple of songs. I just wrote a song produced by Robert Glasper. I checked out one of your beats in the in your videos is in, in Little Africa. I really like that beat. Uh, I think um yeah. yeah, that tone of that beat and you know, I think I was telling somebody about two or three years ago, about two years ago maybe. Mm-hmm. Those are some tones and all they needed to you know, look at and take and they looked at me like I was crazy. So I, I, when I heard you do, I said, "See, see, I'm not crazy." Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. listening to me. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, but um, so alrighty, now I got time to read. Uh-huh. Now, you know, run down the catalog. We kicked it off with what? Hurry up and wait. Hurry up and wait was my first, my first album. Okay, um, and how, how do people find that? Um, I can iTunes, you know, just okay. uh, matter of fact, all my stuff you can just I I own, I own my own iTunes domain. Okay, um, so you just go to go to iTunes.com/slash/Hezekiah. All my stuff pops up. Okay, great. So we got first was the was her heaven wait featuring uh, Bahamadia, scratch from the roots, uh, Grand Agent. Uh, um, who else was on the album? Everybody's on the album. Santi okay. Gold is on the, Santi Gold is on the album. Before anybody else was even messing with it. Keep <laughs> on talking. In, Keep moving when, it on. Go ahead. When she lived in Philly, you know what I'm saying? That was, you know, Santi Gold is on, on her heavenweight. 
she was Santi White back then uh, on the song called Photograph. But that's it. After that, I came up with uh, I Predict the Riot, which was like when I got signed to Raucous and Sony Records. I was signed to Raucous Sony. So um, that album featured Blau, Freeway, Jaguar Wright, um, a few other cats. Um, you know, videos on these ones. So yada, yada, yada. Doing good. Yay. Um, so then we have, after that, was like the mixtape tour for the comic. So um, that came out. Uh, what else I got, man? I got um, Ruby Valentine, which is on iTunes also, which is like a compilation of like stuff that I produced over the years that I just threw out there. Um, you know, features like Music Soul Child and a bunch of other silly cats that, you know, it's like I think the song has music that has music on there is like before music was even signed. So it's like a, a, a dirty, dirty behind song. Uh, after that, it was, um, I took a few years off of being an artist and came out with Conscious Point. Yep, and that was my, no, no, damn, after Conscious Porn, I, um, what did I do after Conscious Point? I um, did, um, the Ishe Hezekiah Project. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the producer and Ishe's the singer. Mm-hmm. It's a girl from San Diego named Ishe I produced. So, um, it's a full-length album, and that's the Ishe Hezekiah Project. Then after that, I did the Johnny Popcorn album. Oh. You know, I do, I do, I do have a catalog. <laughs> <laughs> now, where does, um, Conscious Porn, that was before Ishe and Hezekiah? Yeah. Okay. That was right before. Like it was only, it was only like five four months before. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. We actually work I was working on you say the Kai project during the middle of working on a conscious porn. I was working on the same time. Do you have a favorite? Album? Mhm. Nah. I got favorite songs from each one because for different reasons. Mhm. Yeah, but nah, nah. I don't have a favorite album. They're all different because I evolved. Like I, I'll be listening to some of my stuff. I'll be like, oh, I remember I used to, I used to do that. You know, <laughs> I remember when I used to do that. You know, <laughs> I always evolve. Like I, I try to. I'm an artist, so like I'm not a. Uh, I don't know what you want to call the cat that just keep doing the same thing year after year after year, same vocal tones. Same um, beat signature, same, you know, I can't do that. Not me. Okay. I'm always experimenting. Now, um, to tell us about, because um, one of my favorite ones is Dance With Me, but um, what about This Day and oh, the Third? Oh, damn, that album, This Day and the Third. I've had that album, too. Uh-huh. Damn, I got a lot of albums. <laughs> yeah, This Day and the Third, that was uh, Me, Days Ghetto. And uh, Mystic from California. You yeah, know, now was that before conscious porn or after? That was, I think, before conscious porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was between Operative the Riot and that was that was after Cure for Thomas. Damn, I got a lot of projects. Yeah, I should be rich. <laughs> <laughs> you still got time? That's thing about the yeah. internet. It's new music All this is new music to everybody Who's never heard it before right. Well this, that, and the third is a group It's me, Dave Ghetto, and um, Mystic I don't know if y'all remember Mystic 
from the hieroglyphics crew out of, L, out of um, Cali, out of Oakland. Um, she had a song called "It's the Light, the Light, the Light, the Light." Mm-hmm. You know, it's the light. So that's her. So we had a group together. Um, we recorded the album in um, Vienna, Austria. Mm-hmm. They flew us out. It was a production crew called the Wax Solutionists. They flew us out, and we recorded a whole album in a week at their studio. Wow! And that's that album. Just that and the third. I forgot about that joint. Mm-hmm. This girl, this girl missed it. That dude, Dave, and Hezekiah Davis the third. So it's just that and the third. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> well, my favorite one on that one is um, "Dance with Me." And like oh, yeah. you know, you've been on different shows and all, but when we, I think we played that before. That gained you a couple new fans on one of the mm. shows. <laughs> wow, crazy. Yeah, and um, probably my favorite too, far as whole albums, mm-hmm. is "I Predict the Riot" and "Cure for the Common mm. Soul." I like that mix. Mhm. But then, like I said, I have, I have pieces that I like from every one. Right. And um. And you know I love your sister. Oh, my sister, yeah. Yeah, you got to talk about her. Well, my sister is an MC that's a real MC. She's been rapping since like seven years old. Um, she had offers. She's so dope. She had offers from like Ludacris, um, when when Will I Am, because you know these are all my people in the industry, and she heard like um, Will I Am heard. Well, I am heard her stuff through my friend John. That work that is, you know he lived in Philly for a while, so he he writes for Well, I am, and he she Well, I am heard my sister through him, and Well, I am gave my sister a beat with a hook, a, a hook from Well, I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything was about to blow up. You know she's ready to sign to uh, DTT, and that's how dope she is, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, she got scared. She doesn't like fame or nothing. Or she's she don't want to she seeing what I've been through. Mm-hmm. She don't want part, she want, don't, don't want to be a part of it. But yeah, man, she she's she's super talented. Freestyle off the top of the dome. Her her rhyme patterns, her cadence, everything, storytelling. She's like she's what everybody wants from a female rapper right now. What everybody's looking for. But she's a school teacher. And we put one EP out with no promotion, and it, it did good. You know, it got production from me, got production from Illmind, Odyssey, um, features from Rock Ness Monster, from Helter Skelter, um, you know. Yeah. Well, well we need her because she's a role model. I mean, you yeah. know, for, especially for those that want to be raw but not yeah, – um, you know, gangster. And, you know, I, you know. I mean, I get these females. They call themselves hard and raw, and they trying to be like gangster and killing people like dudes. Right. I'm like, yo, you know, yeah. you, you know, you know, they, they're just lost as to who they are. You know, right. they don't know how to be who they are. They're making no statements. And I right. mean, <laughs> I was just so watching. You know, my sister, my sister, my sister, my sister, my sister is hard, but she's still female. Yeah. Like she go, she say stuff like, "These whores advertise they puss on the mic and broadcast they need more dick in their life." Yeah. I don't want to hear rhymes about how you ride dudes asleep. Chick learn how to ride this, ride beat. this beat. Yeah, we play exactly. keep driving already. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just played that before you came on. <laughs> right. And wake up and keep driving on that piece. I actually used one of her quotes oh, about how much um for the um. 
the value tour about how much music you listen to, what percentage of music you're listening to and oh, yeah. affects your movement. Wow. I that quote. Yeah. Wow, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. She 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 definitely um you know, people definitely need to hear she's definitely a role model um and, and young girls need to um you know, yeah, she it's not, she good not, to she see not, people she take not. a stand because I just see so many females and they get in and they sell out. It was another sister. She is hot, Farrah Burns, New York, mm. and she came out hot and it just seems like she's starting to sell out. And right. you know, you you know, she changed from her you know her look and you know like she's mm-hmm. being conscious and you know you kind of see. I bet you people in the background tell you too conscious. You just need to change this. You just need to change this. And you slowly yeah. saw her changing, become an industry, her individuality, and her look like did a Tony Braxton on you almost. Mm. And all of those things that made you unique and different just went away. Yeah. And yeah. I couldn't you tell you. Wig. You got to get a blonde wig. You got to get a blonde wig or weave something. Yeah, I just like listening to Beyonce yeah. doing, you know, Girls Rule the World. Right. And her lyrics compared to her video is like, yeah. Okay, for girls to rule the world, we gotta wear boosty A's. <laughs> well, she, she was I mean, trying to do that. I think that was just a fashion thing, you know. Like the video is fashion, the song is another thing. You see, you I know, but see, it doesn't match. I mean, for I women know, empowerment, like, everything gotta, that gotta, goes gotta, against women empowerment is what's being portrayed. But yet you're trying to you say in the song you're powerful. You gotta, <laughs> You gotta understand. You gotta understand her position. Though. You can only do so much. You can only do so much, man. You, you got you got a whole team behind you, and the song is enough. Like let the song be the song, but the, the imaging had to be. You know that's her market. She can't come out and I don't know. She's Beyonce. Well, she actually Beyonce. could, you know, but maybe, you know, she got so many people around her telling her one thing, right. but at the You're same right. time, like on the street level and all, right. men don't want their daughters to be like Beyonce. Right. right. I mean, they write right. songs about how, <laughs> you know, I mean, they got songs about it, you know, but I just don't, those things don't probably never penetrate to her, and I think you get so much into a bubble. Then, right, you, know, yeah. you don't even realize she went from, you know, because I always like, you know, her dancing, and, you know, she, right. but, you know, even the dance edge is gone. You know, her, you know, her choreography is not super hot anymore. Yeah. You know, she, you know, she's <laughs> one dimensional. Huh? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's what I always tell people when they, when they start chopping down Beyonce. Compared to who? To her. Exactly. Why, like, like everybody, the same thing with Jay-Z. Everybody's like, he whack. I'm like, compared to who? <laughs> compared to him? Like, <laughs> No, I'm just saying compared to her, she set her own standards. Uh, you okay, know, she okay, set her so, standards. I, I'm not so, compa- I'm not saying compared to anyone else, but I'm just, I'm just, for me personally, things I did admire her for. I mean, she was, you know, right. people say she don't, she's not a super singer and all. She sang good enough. Anybody that can right. dance and sing. You know, right. that's the whole, especially the way she dance. She don't dance and a little bit. And she don't, and she don't be lip-singing. No. Like yeah, yeah, you know, they, you know, to have that, you know, control of breath and get the voice yeah. out and, you know, you know, maybe she, you know, there are levels of singers, but she's not a bad singer. She may not, not be not. The, the best singer, but she's definitely not she's a bad a singer. Singer. She's a great singer. 
Yeah, you know, but, you know, some people try to shoot down her singing. I don't think that's worth it. And I think she's a performer. And, I, I you know, there are some people that can sing well but can't perform. I would never go see can't them perform. in the show. There are some people that can sing on on, on tape but on, on in the studio, but sing live, they, they pitch you. They, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They, or yeah. They, a lot of people sing live but can't perform. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, you know, performance is a whole other art. Yeah. There's a whole art to being able to perform. You make it sing a song well, but, right. you know, when it comes to, you know, a concert and putting on a show, like some people say it could be too much glitz and glamour and all, but it is a show. You have to hold people's attention, and I love a show. Yeah. I'm a right. little ADD. I'm not going to lie. So. Right. right, 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 right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, I mean, you got to hold my attention, and, I, and, I, and can, I love some, people, some people perform. But some people can't perform, and they need the circus behind them. Like all the the acrobats and the dancers and all that stuff behind them. Yeah, Some because they don't have yeah. But yeah, the performance I feel is the artist. The artist, you know, they do the performance. You know, your creativity and all. Like some people just don't understand probably where it comes from. Right. Just like um, Parliament, their whole thing because they was just so crazy creative. You know. Yeah. All you of know. That. You know, it's just, and then you brought that shit together. Woo. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, it's like, you know, if you take it on a deep level, you know, whatever level, it, you know, with the creativeness and and but then mm-hmm. they had great musicality. They were real musicians. They were, you yeah. know, it was tight, you know, though. yeah, they were willing to take chances everywhere on a music everywhere. on a presentation. Yeah, you know, so. Everywhere. You know, but I'm t- I'm just saying compared to her, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of Beyonce, but. You know, I did see that and all, and you know, one thing I, I do you, love about I her is her dancing. I love about her is her dancing. So uh, I like dance. I actually like dance. So I look to her for that. But okay. um, but I do think sometimes when she basically is in a protective society, you know, um, you know, so she basically hears what's allowed to come through. And that's, I mean, you know, it's probably a challenge for anybody on that level. Yeah. You know, um, you know, how do you decipher? Because, you know, a lot of it is, you know, just hating. And, you know, basically, I guess they, they let the numbers do it. Yeah. But, um, you know, you know, it's a, you know, it's a dual thing. But I do love, you know, conscious artists, but, you know, no matter what, and people can say whatever, we know you say you're not role models and all, but no matter what, the moment you step out the door and somebody sees you, you're a role model, whether you know it or not. You know, there are people looking at you, you would never know. Little kids down the street, somebody just admire you, and you would never know from afar. And so, you know. If Public Enemy inspired me to read Malcolm X's book, no, like because of pub, you know, because of public enemy. That's why I read the Malcolm X book. That's why mm-hmm. I, Farrakhan was a hero. Is a hero the most? You know, uh, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, like I mean, you know, yeah. or whatever, whatever he said about Farrakhan. You know, whatever. You know, like I was looking in the Farrakhan. I was looking in it because of public listening to public enemy. Like, yeah. you know, who's who's the like? You sitting on got people going out shooting people. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the yeah. truth. And, and well, what's one thing? A new thing? Commentary? Um, someone he's um, working on getting him to do an article for the House of Umoja Fatherhood Journal for the Million Father March in September, okay. mm-hmm. because he started. He has this nine-year-old daughter whose behavior is making him realize the effects of his music. Who is this? 
Um, 50 Cent. Oh, 50 Cent. No, no, not 50 Cent. Who's the guy from Philly? Um, Freeway? No, not not Freeway. Freeway. Um, Beanie Siegel. Beanie 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 Siegel, okay. Mm hmm. And, um, so. um, Isn't that that crazy how everybody everybody becomes conscious after they're not selling a record? (laughs) 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 It's so funny. It's like like cat. It's like R&B cats. After he stops talking records and they go gospel. Yeah. So do you, they, so they, do you they, so, they say that's the way to go. Yeah. So is it? Is it? Is it? Are you really being it, conscious? Or are you, you really being conscious? Or are you just looking for looking for another way to make money? Mm-hmm. You know yeah, I mean? yes, and, and, and that's true. You know, I, now I don't know all about. This is supposed to be through family member circles, and this is all based off of discussions, saying he oh, has okay. to change his ways. So I don't know what he's actually producing, because the Fatherhood Journal is basically about articles. So you know, they're going to okay. request him to do an article. Okay. So you know, I, I don't want to necessarily put that on Beanie Siegel. Okay, <laughs> I don't okay, know, okay. because they were just saying this was basically <clears throat> based more around like a family discussion. But again, so, we get wow. older. Again, we get older. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We get older. We get grown. You know, you see things that you don't see when you were younger. You young, you just wild and free. Especially you know with children. <laughs> children yeah, will yeah. reflect your actions yeah. quicker than anything Especially, else. Exactly. There's Especially no if you're more. a womanizer and you think you, you have a daughter. Woo. <laughs> Dude, I'm a womanizer and I had a, I, got, I ain't gonna lie. I'm a womanizer <laughs> and I got a niece and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> hey, don't grow up. Don't grow up. <laughs> yeah, well, it is um it's important. So now um I guess anything else oh, range the messenger. You what about uh, that? Oh yeah, so range the messenger. Can we talk about everything? <laughs> um Range the Messenger. Um yeah, that's my dude. Um he was on East Has a Kai Project, a song called Pressure. Yeah. That was when people first heard him. And boom, um, I re- I'm, we doing a maxi single. And it's one song out right now. It's called Gone. Mm-hmm. The Messenger, produced by Hezekiah, Gone. And we, we're we releasing one song every month. We release, okay. that, we release Gone in June. And the next one is Miracle. It comes out July 1st. And we're just, going, we're just giving them away. There are limited time only giveaways, and and then in August we're gonna put them up, all three of them up for sale. When the third one comes out, they'll all three be up for sale. Mm-hmm. So get the two, get the two now while you can, and yeah. Yeah, and everyone, Hezekiah does not lie. He drops mm-hmm. a lot of free things, but then they'll be gone. Got it. You got like cure for a common soul, I gotta sit up and buy all my stuff I had because I lost. All my music I had on here, and, and I lost the whole hard drive. Oh man! So I'm going back trying to find stuff I just had, like you know, cure for the common soul things I just had. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wow, you know, I was like, I gotta go back and get so much. <laughs> you know, trying to figure out what I actually had and what I actually have now. But those uh-huh. um, those links are no no longer live, people. So <laughs> get them while you can. And um, check them out at crates.bandcamp.com, and you can yeah. basically get the whole catalog. Anything you can't find there, just go on to iTunes. Yeah. But just FYI, when you support artists on three crates, you know, more the revenue goes to the artist. Right on. So, 
you know, just FYI. So, um, Hezekiah, you know, yeah. what's the message you want to leave the world with? Um, Even though I've, you know, if everybody's just listening to this, I think your whole body of work and, you know, your whole career has basically contributed to your contribution to hip-hop. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's been more than just the beat society. Right. But, um, you know, why do you, because um, we found OK Player called you one of the dopest unsung heroes in hip-hop. Wow. I need that article. I need that quote. All righty, I, I save all yeah, the links. Yeah, send it to me. Yeah, send that on to me. Let's see. Um, I got a, a quote my dad always said. He said, um, people seldomly achieve their dreams without taking chances. All right. All so right. take take chances, follow your heart. Um, first instinct is usually right. That's that's mm-hmm. what I, That's what I go by. Okay. Well, yep. everyone, this has been Hezekiah. We do have a third part, which won't be till July. I'll get to you know, we'll, we'll get you on that. But that's for the entertainment, um, arts and entertainment report for Christmas in July. And then, sir, we will be talking to you about the business. You know, how does Ooh. an artist prepare himself? Oh, for the man. holiday season, what do the ducks he need to get in a row? What is he if he wants to release for the holiday season? What you know? What are the ducks he get in a row if it comes to licensing this and that? So we're going to be one of our panelists on that. Okay. All right. So then we're going to get more into the business. But you okay. got to know the man today, and we played some of his music. And what we're going to do? We're going to roll out on power. Oh, okay. Cool. All righty. Yep. Okay then. Alrighty, peace and thank I you. I love you all. Peace, I love you. I love you too. Yeah, bye.